Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is All in Investing. My name is Adam Olivetti, but I'm just going to go by my uh, stage name, Vets, from here on out, and let's get started. Well, we've got to start things off proper. Keeping with the theme, we're going to be drinking some Floki. That's Icelandic single malt whiskey. Yes, uh, only the good stuff. And that's what I want to make sure each and every one of you is on the path to drinking. Or not, if you're dry. That's fine, too. So, a little bit about myself. We're just going to go back, and I won't get too sappy. So basically, what we're doing in here is we're going to teach you guys how to invest. Or girls. Anybody out there. You're all welcome. So when I was growing up, I grew up middle class, you know, divorced parents. Uh, Can't go too far into that, though, you know did well. Everything was fine, you know, went to public school. You're taught, you're taught to go to college, make money, and that's going to make you happy. There's a word, happy. Well, I found out that going to pharmacy school, making all this money, everybody's proud. You should be happy. Well, guess what? You ain't happy. And I'm not going to go out and be some sort of, uh, you know, little bitch like everybody else. I do well for myself. I enjoy life. Things are good. So, like I said, they always grow up. You teach you. Make money. Be happy. And what does it teach you? Well, a lot of times it's going to just teach you to, well, just keep grabbing it. Grabbing it harder and harder. Grab that money. Just keep trying to grab it. And if I keep repeating, 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 everything around me is just going to work, right? And then I found out, mm, wasn't really working out that way. <laughs> Everything just kept slipping away. Why? It's Well, it's because I'm holding on too hard to that thing, that money that I want, that can buy me that thing that I think I need. And then I started realizing... To have money and wealth, you need to let go of money in an evil sense. Because money in our society has this connotation like it's this bad thing. You don't talk about it. And if you do talk about it, you're braggadocio. You're, you're Mr. Braggapants. You know, everybody wants to fucking look at this guy because he's too off the wall, always talking about money and stocks and. 401ks and this and that. No. No. Cut that crap out. Alright? You don't want to talk about money with your friends? Get new friends. Because guess what? If you really do want to win the money game, you need to start talking. And you can't want the money for yourself. Which sounds counterintuitive. I know. That's going to take a little bit to get there. Took a long time for me to get there. I'm 31 now and I've been practicing as a pharmacist uh, for seven years or so now. I used to think it was all about me, getting as much as I want. No, I want you, the listeners, to have just as much as me, if not more. I want you to push me. I have that blood in my mouth again, where I want everything, but I want it for the right reasons now. I don't just want to win I want to win and be happy. So, 
the thing of that is is that you cannot keep just going after it for your own selfish needs you've got to want it for a community so that's what I want to do I want to create a community of investors and I'm gonna teach you how to get there with a couple of my friends so first of all let's backtrack there's a lot of you out there and I assume the vast majority of my listeners will be males between the ages of 22 and I don't know 50 but I won't be sexist there's definitely some unbelievably savvy female investors out there and I'm going to use that term investor very loosely because everyone is and no I'm not some Tony Robbins guru about to teach you how I'm going to unlock your inner beast or some crap all right I'll tell you right now you all know way more way more about investing than anyone would ever give you credit for why because you all go to the grocery store you all buy shit at the mall, whatever that shit is that turns you on and lights up your day. For me, it's mostly just like golf clubs and maybe a snowboard here and there. I don't even need new guitars. I like my old ones that I had for a long time. But things like that, that's what lights me up. If you want a brand new freaking car, it's not my thing. But maybe it's yours. Maybe that Tesla is you. That's what's going to bring you that happiness. Well, guess what? I'm not going to sit back there and poke holes in your strategy and say why you suck. Hell no. Go get that shit, dude. The only thing is, is you got to figure out how to get that $70,000 Tesla. I don't. I just want to go do crazy shit all over the world. You know, like, I don't know, Thailand. That's me. Just go live in a... I don't know, shack somewhere, get remote, see and meet unbelievable people. That's what I want to do. If that's not you, that's fine. I don't care. I don't want you to be on my path. I want you to be on your best path. So, now that all that uh, foofy, foofy bullshit is uh, out of the way. Oh, God, this this whiskey's outstanding. <sighs> We're going to talk. So, first off, I want to say you have to evaluate your own position right now because clearly if you're listening to this you either have some money or you're starting to see other people have money and you're wondering why it's not coming to you in the same way and it's probably because of your thought process around money is that you don't deserve a lot of money or that you have some sort of messed up noble sense that uh, if you live like you're poor or something like that or if you don't go out and take all these greedy gaudy things that you don't deserve now get that shit out of here you deserve everything whoever you are you deserve whatever that everything is my everything is not yours I would probably like to own some land uh, and I want a dog real bad because dogs are awesome my other friends that's not what they want some people want a boat some people want a farm. Some people want the most expensive car, like I said. doesn't matter. Whatever that is to you is what you have to go take. But first things first, you've got to get your thing straightened in life. You have to see where you're at. So you've got to evaluate what's coming in and what's going out. It seems simple, yet a lot of people really piss away a lot of their money. Heck, I even do. 
lot of simple things that I could probably take care of to save myself a lot of money. And no, I'm not telling you to go to Dunkin' instead of Starbucks because you'll save some money. Dunkin's pretty trash. Go to Starbucks. You deserve that. But let's get back to what's coming in and what isn't. So you have this debt. Probably just about every one of you has an unbelievable amount of student loan debt. I did. I paid off an astronomical amount of money. What would buy a fairly decent sized house for most people, actually. About $160,000. Paid it off. Why? Well, I had a good paying job and I figured it out. I lived at home and I lived simple. But, again, that's what I was able to do. Don't worry about it if you're not. You're not there yet. That's okay. You're gonna get there. Bite things off in bits and pieces. But first things first, you've got to try your best to manage your expenses and get out of that debt that's going to crush you. Otherwise, you're always going to be behind the eight ball because until you start realizing that working for X dollars an hour is going to give you Y product, no, that's not how it's done. You can make $50, $30, $100 an hour. You're never going to get there enough because you physically, as a human being, can only work so many hours. And that's not what life is about. That's not what I want your life to be about. If that's what you want to do, if you want to lock yourself in a cage uh, and just work behind a computer screen or at whatever job you do and just absolutely grind forever and earn your dollars per hour that way, I, I mean, I suppose, but then are you really going to be living even if you do make enough money, are you going to be able to enjoy that car that you wanted so bad? Are you going to be able to enjoy that house that maybe gives you a lot of pleasure if that's what you want? Are you going to even enjoy those vacations you got to took, take? Because it's, it's not going to be worth it if you're burning yourself out. Just grinding for that paycheck. Because what you really need to do is realize that through the power of actually those crippling student loans, I started realizing that $150,000 plus at 6%, 6.5% interest, I started realizing that's an astronomical amount of money. The amount of interest that you pay, it's, it's almost like you can't catch it. Like you're literally the great jackass theory. You are just a jackass on a treadmill, and they're dangling a stick in front of you with a carrot on it. And that is what that 6% means. That 6% is going to crush you, and you'll never catch it. And all the banks know that. They know that you can't see into the future. Human beings are conditioned to think... I mean, we're very poorly conditioned to think too far into the future as it is, but we're just barely cognizant of what six months a year from now do you really know where you're going to be from i don't heck i don't even currently have a lease on my apartment so maybe i should be reassessing things a little bit but that's because i want to buy a house anyway i digress my point being is that the big banks know that they know that they're going to crush you long term I mean, heck, even on a 30-year mortgage at, you know, 3%, 2% interest, which they're actually very low right now, but 
over the course of a 30-year mortgage on that $100,000, $200,000, dollars house, a $300,000 house over 30 years at 2.5%, guess what, homie? You're going to be paying $600,000 over the life of the mortgage for that $300,000 house. So these were the things that started making me think. Do I want to work for my money, or do I want my money to work for me? Well, I realized that passively, and that's the big you know buzzword nowadays, is making my passive income, or I want a side hustle. And by the way, no, this is not a side hustle. This is just out of the own goodness of my heart. I want to see where it can go. But what passive income is, is your investments. And no, stock market is not gambling. No, a 401k is not gambling. You can get hurt a little bit, but in the long run, you really won't. So these are the things you need to do. And the biggest thing I can tell you with a lot of you out there who have very bad spending habits, money you never saw in your paycheck, well, guess what? It's money that you're not going to spend. If I give you $1,000 in cash, you're probably going to spend $1,000 in cash. If I give you 500 of those dollars and take 500 away and put it in, I don't know, a mutual fund that's invested in the S&P 500 and say you have $1,000, well, guess what? You're probably not going to spend the other 500. You're only going to spend the first 500. And then over the course of one year, on average, you'll get your 7%. 7 times 5, well, now you have $535, which beats inflation of 2% every year. So, how did I do that? Now I have more money. Well, that's better than your savings account, yeah. So it's, it's really not that hard. And it sounds complicated. I'm throwing these big, scary terms out. Interest rate, whoa. Look. Mindsetting is powerful. I'll definitely tell you all that. So when you stop saying, oh, percentages, oh, S&P, what is, what is that? Oh, Dow, who the hell is Dow Jones? I don't give a shit who Dow Jones is or was or ever will be. I don't even know if he's a person. It doesn't matter. Some industrial complex or chemical company, whatever. Whole point is... You just need to just believe it. And that's what's going to come down to is making a game out of it. Speaking of games, <laughs> and this is where you all, all probably wonder where my credibility comes from. I used to play a game. I still play it for fun. Yes, we were a product. I'm 31. You do the math. It's 2020. So... I, yes, I got caught up in the original online poker boom back in the day. I really thought I was going to be on TV and be with the Tom Dwans and the Phil Hellmutes of the day. Maybe even the goat Phil Ivy. But I was so caught up in the fact that it was gambling and what the allure of it that I wasn't realizing that they're not gamblers. They're investors and they're professionals they're grinding out their edge in very small numbers and to them the chips aren't money the chips are just that they're just a piece of plastic or clay 
or whatever. It says five dollars on it. It says two. Well, what's the difference if I took my little nephew's, I don't know, Bob the Builder toy thing or a little tiny plastic Pikachu and put that in your hand and said, that's now a $500 chip, sir. No, it's still a fucking Pikachu. Who fucking cares? Get it through your head. If I blindfold you and put $10,000 in cash in your hand, you're still just you. If your pulse gets raised by the fact that you now have ten grand in your hand, or five grand, or a hundred dollar bill, or fifty, whatever that number is, if all of a sudden your pulse raises, you're going to need to start desensitizing yourself. Uh, there is almost even a little exercise I would like some of you to even do casually if you want. If you have enough money for at least a couple months of your expenses and you have a big cushion in your checking account, first of all, congrats. You're on the right path. Second of all, I want you to, I don't know, withdraw an uncomfortable amount of cash so that you could still pay your bills when at the end of the month. But let's say, I don't know, say you have $5,000 in your checking account or your savings account, whatever. Whatever account that comes all the money out for every, you know, month. Say your expenses every month are twenty-five hundred or two thousand dollars, and you have five or six grand in your checking. Okay, and you already know that you're gonna get another paycheck or two. So real realistically, you probably maybe have, I don't know, seven thousand or you know, sixty-five hundred in there. All right, so you already know you're pretty well so I want you to just take three thousand dollars out of that six grand or five grand bring it right down to the bare minimum that you project out that you'll still be okay take it out in cash leave it on your coffee table or your nightstand right where it's visible maybe not if you have kids or something or if you don't have a significant other that you trust just leave it on your nightstand for a week there are two weeks unless you really need it in the account then maybe put it back, but just leave it there. Look at it. It's just cash. It's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. Who cares? I used to play poker. I would have a little, what I called my bankroll, my poker money. It would just sit on my table. It was all in hundreds. People would come over and they'd wonder, what the hell is that? Why would you do that? What are you, crazy? And I said, that's not money. It's it's just that thing I need to do to play that other thing that I like to do. Love, really. But still, that's what you need to do. And then quickly go shove that shit back in your account in case you need it or something. Or, like I said, you don't want the other one to just uh, snag that because who can really trust some people some nowadays? Especially with COVID going on. A lot of breakups. All right, all right, all right. I'll slow down. Where am I going here? No. So the point is, ultimately, what you guys need to do is make sure that you're not looking at money so scared. Scared of it. It's a piece of paper. It's a plastic chip. It's a fucking Pikachu. Chill out. And what you need to do is realize that it's energy. That bill is now 
represents X hours of work. This is just, this is my work. And I'm going to exchange it for something that makes me happy. Maybe that's whatever new toy or whatever it is. But that's what you need to start looking at. It, is just try to make sure that you realize where it's going. And then once you get there, you start disassociating so heavily on, oh, that's a lot of money. And you start realizing money's everywhere. You'll find it when you want to. You just need to want to. If you're just going to sit around and say, oh, I better not play. I better just, you know, sit this one out. Well, guess what? Other people are going to be on the basketball court while you're riding pine, okay? And I'm white. I still can't dunk, but came a lot closer while I was on the court than ever sitting on my ass drinking some Gatorade. Point being, I keep saying that, but that's okay. We're going to get you there. We're going to get your finances straight, and it's going to depend on your situation, whether you have kids, a significant other, a wife, a house, a this, a that, or whether or not you're just getting started, getting your foothold, trying to get your expenses together. Or heck, maybe you got the portfolio, like myself. Maybe you're working on that six-figure portfolio, separate from all of your other savings, all of your other savings, all of your living expenses, your 401k, your retirement. Maybe you started making a six-figure account that your real goal is to make it a seven-figure account and then just see where it can take you to that house you really want to buy sailing on that boat that you want to get living a life that isn't out of reach because trust me things aren't as expensive as you think you just let the people who took it from them from the other people you let those people run all over you it's really not that hard yes it's only a couple million dollars wake up that's not that much money nowadays 20 years ago a million dollars today would have been about 650,000 with inflation in about 10 years that's probably going to be about 1.2 or 1.3 million dollars in today's in today's money so you're really looking at things like you've got to play catch up otherwise you will lose so ultimately we're going to take you there we're going to get talking about stocks we're going to get talking about mutual funds and we're going to be talking about more importantly what's right for you and I don't want to see you sit on the sidelines anymore get in the game what have you, wait what have you been waiting for